Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bros Pod is, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Everybody. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm Bill Roden uh, here in uh, upstate New York on a beautiful autumn day. You know, leaves are turning. Uh, it's very, very beautiful. You know, uh, you know, beautiful time of year. I was just going up the Palisades Parkway and admiring all the golden stuff. So, yeah, that's good. But it, the irony of it, well, anyway, oh, yeah. like the leaves, that means that all the leaves are dying. That's why, that's, that's why they're changing colors. So it's kind of like, kind of bittersweet that it's beautiful, but right. all these leaves are dead, you know? Right. So anyway, uh, Jamal, Jamal Murphy, my my, my uh, friend and co-host holding it down in Brooklyn. What's going on? What's up? No, you're right. You know, uh, the temperature changed suddenly from, you know, I feel like it just happens so quickly. You go from summer and all of a sudden it's chilly outside in like one day. Um, I'm just happy that my allergy-wise, uh, my allergies tend to go away at, at this time because it right. was a rough spring and summer for me. I was I, like, I was trying different medicines. It was nuts. Mm. So now I'm like, oh, okay, I can go out there. 60 degree weather feels much better for me. So yeah, well, selfishly, yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you don't do like Zyrtex or anything of those those things? I did. I, I feel like it, they stopped working. Like you know. Mm. During the like in August, like all of a sudden, it just nothing worked. I had to go get the uh, the nasal spray that you spray uh-huh. directly in your nose, and then all of a sudden that that started working. So it's like you, you have to like switch. I guess your body probably gets used to right. whatever medicine you're taking, so you have to like switch it up. Yeah, get tolerant. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, before we get into man, so when I ask you what's up, what's up with the Mets, man? I know you didn't oh, want to talk on. about it, but I'm like, man, you know. We're all geared up. You know, I'm going to the Yankees game tomorrow. And I thought this was going to be the Mets year, man. They, you know, although I guess when they started like slipping, you know, when they let Atlanta catch them, I was like, oh boy, here we go. <sighs> I mean, I'll let you say one thing about the Mets, man. Before we, yeah. I mean, if you, if you really want to know how I felt in the moment, you can check out, uh, you can check me out on Twitter. But um, yeah, no, I, I mean, they won 101 games. Uh, they they gassed us all. I mean, we you could see it coming, like you said. You saw like the last month they started to slip. Uh, they had a, they had an injury, a key injury to Marte, which hurt them. But to me, it goes back to that trade deadline. They didn't act like true contenders. They didn't do anything uh, uh, to correct the areas we knew they needed to, needed to correct. They needed like one more bat, one more bullpen person i mean he you had buck showalter your guy buck showalter I'm, I'm being i'm being sarcastic your guy buck showalter he yeah, yeah. Sure he's putting, he was putting mean, edwin diaz in in the seventh inning okay that, that's how bad our our bullpen was he's putting our closer the best closer of the league in the seventh inning okay so we you had <laughs> you know something's not right and they, and, and they choked and uh it was, it's, it was just terrible it's terrible how do you to win 101 games and that's how you go out Remember they, they got yeah. swept by Atlanta to put them in that wild card right. situation. I mean, they only needed yeah. to win one game, Bill. I know. Don't tell me, brother. I knew. <laughs> but, but, but you know, the Mets historically have had problems with Atlanta. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, you know. Well, they um, got the hedge fund, they got the hedge fund owner now, Steve Cohen, has all this money. He's supposed to have more money than the Yankees now and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, he's supposed to be able to afford anybody. So whatever. Well, you Maybe know, we'll he's going to buy Aaron Judge. Right. He's going to try. That won't work, but he'll try. 
Aaron Judge. Isn't, isn't Aaron Judge betting on himself too? I know oh. we're going to talk about when we start talking about football, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson betting on himself. But didn't uh, Aaron Judge turn down a bunch of money? Yeah, he took, uh, he turned down a bunch of money. And talk about, talk about, I mean, he has to be the all-time winner of betting on himself. I mean, he has to be the all-time oh, winner. I mean, he, he bets on himself and he breaks the damn <laughs> AL, he breaks Roger <laughs> Maris's record. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like, so even, even Cashman the other day, I think I, I saw a quote, he said, yes, he's going to get a pot of gold. Okay. <laughs> no, Aaron said, I don't want a pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the gold, all the gold. I want all the gold. <laughs> and he's going to get it. I mean, I you want... can't, is there any, is there any more you could do? I mean, you break the home run record in a year that you turn down whatever. Then lead them to the world series. Right. Well, yeah, he could do that. Yeah. Then, then not only do that, but then he, they, they win the uh, American league, then leads them to the world series, you know, Again, that's like the Yankees' worst nightmare. So, yeah, Aaron Judge, you know, like you said, Cashman said he's going to get a pot of gold. And that's says, man, I want a pot of gold. I want all the pots of gold. I want the whole you know, thing. I want everything, you know. But, you know, you, you, you're talking, you, 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 you mentioned, you know, that, you know, they have World Series aspirations. I don't know about that. They got your, your boy Dusty Baker in Houston, I think, is, re is really the best team in the American League. And then I was watching, I was watching Aaron Judge last night. He struck out three or four times. Made me. I guess he's. I guess he's not Mister October. Oh, yeah, he has time. But that was what the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I mean, one game. One they game. They won. <laughs> one game, they, and they won. I mean, they won like with five three something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was. So, I was. Bet, I was betting on Cleveland. I'm a hater. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Yankee hater at heart. Of course, because you love the Mets. Right. <laughs> you know, look, and, and I'm sure they were watching the game too. <laughs> from their from their living rooms and various places hither and yon. Uh, so, I can't talk um, about it. You know, we were talking about Aaron Judge uh, betting on himself. That leads us into the National Football League. And uh, I guess the person in the NFL who's betting on himself is the great Lamar Jackson. I'm a big, I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. Right. Um, just because uh, you know, the way he plays and, you know, a lot of people – a lot of critics are still saying, I mean, they'll like Mahomes and all that, but they, you know, like Lamar, they say, well, you know, you can't really win playing quote unquote that way. But what I say, like just running around like that. You can't just win <laughs> doing that and playing right. that style of football. Right. You know. Right. You know. Uh, and they'll, they'll, they'll say, oh, he's a must-see TV, but under their breath. You know, that's alley ball, man. You can't, you can't win. You can't really play like that. Right. Unless, and, unless Josh uh, Allen's playing like that. You know, right. unless it's Josh Allen. Yeah, if you're a white guy, well, of course, <laughs> you know that. Right. I mean, it's so it's so funny with this whole thing. of Now, athletic used to be a derogatory term, the way it was applied to black athletes in general and quarterbacks. It was always derogatory, you know, when there were no white athletes being athletic. Right. Now that you've got all these guys like Josh Allen and and uh, Joe, Joe Burrow, they even tried it with Baker Mayfield. Remember Baker? Yeah. yeah well, Joe, ba Baker oh, had ba Baker even had funny. Baker even had dance moves. Don't forget that, Bill. Yeah, and remember <laughs> when he came in, they were trying to the, the typical hype. They right. were trying to make right. us believe by him that he was the best thing, you know, ever. You know, right. he used to slice bread, and then even when they understood that he was a, a lemon. You know, and they exiled him out to Charlotte. But again, it's this typical great white hopeism that's just always live and well. And again, to let the audience know, I'm not downing the white athlete. Right. They're, they, you know, they, they, right. they can't help. It. They're just merely the recipient of this nonsense. Right. You know. Um, right. But uh, you know, so but but I, I was in Baltimore. Uh, uh, a couple of days ago when they hosted Cincinnati and uh, it wasn't Lamar's best game, but he came through when they needed him to come through, you know, when they needed, uh, it, he took over. It was great for my column, you know, right, right. You know which is all that matters is, is it good for my story, <laughs> you know, uh, one old journals and one one who are you for? I'm for my story. Right. Um, uh, but you know they were down, uh, and he, he took over. Baltimore took over like 130, 130, a minute thirty five to go, and uh, 
you know, he drove him into field goal range for Justin Tucker. Now, granted, with Justin Tucker, field goal range is right outside the beltway. Right. You know, right. Any, you know field goal range is like at the 40, it, it, their own 40. <laughs> you know? Right. You oh, know? great, great kicker. But, um, you know, they had, yeah, great kicker. Great kicker. Great kicker. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, but that was good. I was, I was happy to see, uh, um, you know, but I really am pulling for Jackson uh, to, you know, but for this, for, for the bet to really win, for him to really win the bet, he's got to really take them, I'd almost say, really to the AFC championship game and beyond. Yeah, no, you I know? agree. At he, least. He's almost got to, yeah at, yeah, at the very least. No, it was interesting, you know, from, re- from reading your story uh, about Lamar Jackson in the landscape uh, that, that posted a couple days ago. Um, you know, just reading that, and, and like you said, he's betting on himself, but it's, it's a tricky situation, in, more so in football than any other sport. Like we're talking about Aaron, Aaron Judge betting on himself, but it was just on him to go out there and, and hit 62 home runs or whatever. Um, in this case, you know, quarterbacks yeah. are, are really judged – by winning and, and winning Super Bowls and probably and probably that's not fair, you know? And we know football yeah. is the ultimate team sport. So it's gonna take a lot more than Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson could be great. And if and he's already, as was pointed out in your article, he's already been an MVP. What more does he have to prove individually? Nothing. So he's dependent mm-hmm. on everybody else you know, to really boost his his stock. Um, you know, to get to the Super Bowl. And at the same time, what, what I thought about was that the, ball, ball, the Baltimore Ravens have never given him weapons. They've, it's, it's, at least at the wide receiver position, they've, they've notoriously not given, given him anything to, to, uh, to really work with offensively. Uh, so what, you know, and in order for Baltimore's financial um, bet to pay off, they have to be unsuccessful at getting to the Super Bowl. So it's almost like, what side, like, what are they really doing here? What side are they on? I know. I know. It's, it's, you're right. Like, he's betting on himself, but are they betting on him? Right. And are they, <laughs> are they helping him? Like, are they going to help him win his bet? Right? Right. They said, yeah, it's, it's almost like you put incentives in a guy's contract, a receiver, if you, get, if you play so many snaps. Right. You do so, but you control that. Right. You know, you put you put you put them on a bitch and stretch right. of the time. Right. Or, you know, you put people in a position where they cannot meet the incentives, you know. So it's it's a weird game. It's almost like like you're saying the Ravens are kind of betting against themselves. Right. That, you know, they want at one level they want Lamar to do well, you know, but at another level they don't, you know, because it's almost like they're trying to prove, you know, that this is why we're not giving you what you want. Yeah. Right. And, and it's like almost like, a, you know, it's, it's like an almost like a uh, immoral or, you know, in some cases, a legal inside bet. You know, they, they, they can influence the bet by not giving him exactly. the, the proper weapons to get this done. So let's say let's say if Lamar actually does get them to the Super Bowl. Right. Just I'm not going to say win the Super Bowl, just gets him to the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, do you know the type of her you know, Herculean effort? it would take from him to get there. He would, you talk about, it's the same thing with judge. He would deserve all the pots of gold just, right. just to get him there because right. have, he barely has help. And even this year, their defense is terrible. So I, I right. mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough yeah. for Lamar. Man. Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, if he, if he does it, they, they should make him mayor of Boston. <laughs> right. if, yeah. Give him everything, everything. Give him everything you want. And as guy, I mean, and I think, you know, we tell like Bashadi is this multi-billionaire. So given you know, you talk about a, you know, guaranteed contact. We don't want to set a precedent, you know. But Jackson is unprecedented. Right. You don't have to worry about. It. You know, there's not going to be another guy like that. Right. In 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 your ownership lifetime. Right. You know, give the guy what he wants. But again, it's, it's this thing of control. Like you don't want the guy in your plantation. No matter how much cotton you pick, you're the best cotton picker. You know, I'm <laughs> not going to give you a, a share of the plantation. I'm right. not going to give you a percentage. Right. You know. I'm not, you know, you know, and you know, maybe I'll give you a better, a better, uh, a larger bag or something, you know. Exactly. But I'm, I'm not going, you know, it's that kind of thing. I'm not going to let this black guy, young black guy with braids, you know, hold me over a barrel. I'm the billionaire, you know. Right. So. Right. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, right now, stuff. yeah, I mean, it's best stuff right now. 
Baltimore's three and two on top of the division. So, so far, so good. Uh, as far as Baltimore goes, they did lose a close game to Buffalo and Josh Allen. Uh, that could have went either way. And, and remember, Jamal, you, you know, uh, uh, you remember when you go back to your point about there's so much out of his control. Remember in that game, you got the, the damn coach's decisions too. You know, right. the coach right. dealing with analytics, you know, wanting to go for it instead of taking points. And I'm like, Lamar, I said, you know, you can't control that. You know, you can't, you can play your ass off, but then you got to deal with the coach's decision. You right. got to deal with guys dropping balls. Right. Your defense being horrible. Right. You know, guys missing blocks. Right. And then, and then you get the blame. You get the blame for that, right? He threw, he, they, they take it, they, they go for it, fourth down from the two. There were probably some shaky play calls prior to that on second and third down, right? But now, but now they go for it on fourth down and you throw, you can't make the play. Now it's your fault. Right, even though even though you got them down to where you could have tied right. the game, like come on, right? And then, well, see, that's what you know. That's what we're talking about, you know. Right. Oh, Josh, Josh Allen would have would have converted no, or something, right? It's tough being black. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, we'll I think we'll be uh, at Giant Stadium. I mean, at, at MetLife Stadium on right. Sunday, right? Uh, when Baltimore plays the, the the Giants, which is a bizarre game. Because that yeah. basically means that there's no rivalry. There's no nothing, you know. Uh, I mean, the only rivalry was, you know, when the Baltimore Colts played the New York Giants in the famous sudden eight, sudden death game in, like, I think it was like 1958 or something. Right. But this is just uh, one of those games that it's just, yeah, it's just a game on the, on, on the you know, on the schedule. But. That you, that you, you know. But surprisingly, you it's. You can't lose. Surprisingly, it's a big game though, because the Giants surprisingly are what four and one. Um, nobody four and one, yeah, four really and one. That. Nobody, so they actually have a better record than than Baltimore coming into this game. Baltimore needs this game. They can't. They don't want to go to three and three. Uh, it's a it's a game that I think we all think they're they're better than the Giants, even though the you know even though the Giants are four and one. But the Giants are going to be a tough out. I think they've proven that. Uh, you know Saquon Barkley's back. He's looking great. He's looking healthy. So yeah, it'll be you know it's yeah, gonna the be Giants are like, it's actually I mean, a good game. Ravens, yeah, the Ravens I think are are last defensively against the run, and of course that's what the Giants are gonna do is run. So uh, yeah, yeah, it, it'll be intriguing just to document uh, from from my perspective, just to document uh, Jackson's season. You know, and uh, this is yet another challenge, you know, so we'll see. Uh, an, another, uh, you know, we haven't talked a lot about the Eagles. We did a couple of things. I, I forgot we didn't record a podcast last week, right. but a couple of things happened. A tour, you know, which has become the, once again, has made us all guilty about being NFL fans. You know, anybody with a conscience, you know, we've kind of put our conscience uh, in the pantry, right. which you have to do. If you're going to be a fan of the National Football League, you have to put your conscience aside. You cannot watch this stuff and be a conscious human being. You cannot, you oh. know, with guys getting knee tibias broken and arm every other play right. getting concussed. I mean, we watched, we watched, and then then the league lying about it. You know, we watched Tua come off the field what, about two three weeks ago, and this cat couldn't he didn't even know where he was, man. You know. Right. He didn't even know where he was. And then next thing we know, he's back there in the second half. Oh. <laughs> you know? Oh, my and, God. You know, but again, if you're watching the NFL, you watch, you, you have got to accept that, right? There, you, you, there's no room for moral outrage. You will put that moral outrage aside. So, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I want to see the gore, you know? I mean, that was just so egregious, yeah. right? I mean, it was just so egregious. I mean, you know, they had, the league has kind of changed in the last couple of years where there's, you know, you think that they're taking the concussions a little more seriously. Um, and then this kid, you know, Tua gets hit. Obviously, his head hits the back. You know, his, his head hits the, hits the turf hard, right? We all see the play. He gets up. He stumbles, He's, he's, you know, as if he's, you know, he's not, he's lost consciousness for a little bit. He stumbles. We all know what that like is. He's drunk. Yeah, like he's drunk. He, we take him out. 
Like his own players, like, oh, whoa, whoa, here. Okay, let's get him. They take him out. I th- and I'm watching, <laughs> hey, I'm line, watching man. the like, thing. Hold him up. I'm watching the thing. You know, I got... I play fantasy football. I'm like, oh well, I guess he's done for the day. No more, no more points for Tua, right? I'm like, it's just a given. Like he's done. And then, oh, he's coming. He's back the second half. I was like, what in the world? Like, how is how is that possible? So that was the that was the really egregious thing right there. That he, the fact that he went back in the game, okay. And that's why I thought at the time yeah. I was I was thinking, oh, the NFL is going to do something about that. They're going to because maybe they can't get in there and you know, real time, make sure he doesn't get back in the game. But I thought that they would penalize the Dolphins for that, make an example of the Dolphins for even trying to pull a fast one on everybody. Remember, the Dolphins were like, oh, no, it was a back injury. Well, yeah, but the thing is, everybody's, I mean, you know, Mike, uh, uh, what's the head coach? Uh, uh, McDaniels, I think. Mike McDaniels, who we you know, think is a brother, you know. <laughs> uh, but even that, you know, he was trying to throw, he was throwing everybody else under the bus. Well, they told me, you know, the team position, they said he was okay. Said, right. well, did you look at him? You knew he right. wasn't okay. You know, right. well, they told me. And then he had, he had the guy play the next week where the guy got body slammed. Right. You know? Well, that, that's what I thought. I thought, I thought, yes, they, okay. It was an egregious decision to let him come back in the second half. We know that. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, but teams want to win, right? Coaches want to win. Players want to win. Okay. We get that. It was it was a terrible decision. I thought that the NFL, you know, since they're saying they care about this, they've changed rules, blah, blah, blah. I thought the NFL would come in, you know, like Monday or Tuesday and say, hey, no, 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 nice try. That was ridiculous. Uh, that's a bad look for the league. We can't let you do that. We're going to, you know, I thought they would give them a harsh penalty or something to the team for trying to get away with that. I wasn't even thinking, you know, okay, he's playing Thursday. I wasn't even thinking that far ahead. I was like, well, for what they did that Sunday, there should be, you know, some repercussions to that. The NFL didn't do anything. Okay. Right. They let the, then they let this kid come out and play on Thursday. And I know, yes, you, you rightfully should be wrong at the coach. Rightfully, you should be wrong at, at the team. But the the old, the the main the the real body here is the NFL. They have the they have the authority. And they're supposed to be watching everything. If all of us saw that this guy was stumbling and drunk, you're telling me that one guy from the NFL was watching the game or saw the, or saw the replay and mm-hmm. could say could step in and say, no, 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 we're not. This is not what's going down. So that's mm-hmm. that's ridiculous from the NFL standpoint. This is to me, it's the NFL that deserves all the blame for this. Yeah, you know, well, you can't expect the, the team to do to to do the right thing. Yeah, two. Guess you, can't expect, you can't expect the NFL to do the right thing, right? Yeah, well, you were, well, you know, but it's about the shield, you know, uh, everything, you know, continues to be about protecting the shield. You know, now they've overcorrected. So Tua, of course, you know, after Thursday night, he's not going to play. He didn't play last week, not going to play today. He may not play until January 3rd. You know, they right. may, we're right. going to hold him out, we, you know. Which, which probably is smart, let's be honest. Like, you know, you gotta give give that head time to heal, man, because there was something not right. Plus, he the when he the Thursday injury, it was like the exact same thing. He hit it in the exact same place. Um, it was terrible. It, it was actually frightening. Right. It was. You know, and um, you know, the NFL, and again, who am I? Because I said, you know, we're all right. watching this stuff. Right, right. And right. you know, you really have to put your consciousness aside to watch this because it's a very violent game man i mean it's like on every play right. arms elbows you know tearing up knees is just routine and you know i mean you just accept you just accept that if you like the game and you want it you have to accept this violence i guess it would be like people you know in in rome who love to go to the coliseum on on sundays you know, right, and right. they just, just don't throw me in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they show, you know, uh, today we're going to have, you know, five lions versus, so, you know, you like, right. So no, it's, the sa- it's the yeah. same thing. It's the yeah. same thing. And and I, I agree because even when in the aftermath of what happened Thursday, I even I was like, well, you know, I'm going to complain now, but I didn't say anything. I mean, I just figured the NFL, but I, I you know, I, any, everybody could have spoken out, right? And I've heard even, you know, some ESPN analysts say the same thing. Like, well, you know, I'm, I'm upset with myself for not saying anything uh, when it happened and yeah. wait till Thursday and then all, we're all up in arms. 
So no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, we're all putting our conscience aside for this sport. Yeah, yeah. I remember John Harbaugh did say something on an interview. He said, "I've been around football for X number of years. I've never seen anything like that." And then having him come back to play, you know, right. and right. apparently he got a call from the NFL. <laughs> you know? Really? Did he? Apparently, that's the rumor. Wow. That he got a call from the NFL, and like, don't. Um, you know, keep your nose out of that, you know. Wow. You know, so no, man, this is like huge, huge, huge business. And, you know, these are guys who are playing, who love the sport, but everybody's making so much money and you're making money that you were never going to make before. You know, the amount of money that you're giving, that's kind of living in this society at this point in time when money is becoming the the the, uh, the highest uh, value. Right. So anything, anything is the, the answer to it is money. You know, your morality, your sense of right and wrong, everything is basically determined on money. And um, you know, uh, and like I said, man, I'm like watching this stuff too. You know, yeah. Even with Kaepernick, all the guys who were saying, oh, you know, we're not going to watch anymore. And, you know, it lasted exactly <laughs> two weeks. Right. <laughs> right. Know. I mean, with the head stuff, it does. I mean, imagine what it was like before. And I guess we don't have to imagine because we know what it was because now all, everybody has, you know, all the ex-players with CTE. Right. But, you know, we're seeing you see guys now. You know, at least a couple guys every every week or more than a couple guys, a handful of guys every week, you know, have to leave the game because of because of head injuries and they don't return. This ne- it never used to happen in the 80s. Like they didn't take anybody out. Oh no, man. You get you know? a bed, you just say he was ding. You know, <laughs> he was just ding, just give him some smelling sauce. Right. You know, and he kind of comes right. back and like, it's hey. like the it's like the videos like with the with the police brutality where you're like, oh this is happening more now. No, no, no. It's it's just, it's just, we have videos now. It happened as much before. Okay. Right. They just were stayed in the game. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, speaking of that, what? How about those Eagles? <laughs> how about well, those? well, Bill, those Eagles are looking good. They're five and zero. Jalen Hurts is looking great, and uh, you know, I mean, he's he's avoided the big injury so far. Yeah, he's avoided the big hits. <laughs> I just tell him, go out of bounds. That's really go out of bounds. And I do think I do think Jalen Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's he's known for like bench pressing ridiculous amount of weight and all that kind of stuff. I feel like he does take a, uh, some hits he doesn't really need to take either. But you know, he's a tough guy. Uh, hopefully that lasts for the season. But I hope he gets out of bounds more. To tell you the yeah. truth. Well, you know, all it takes is a couple hits, man. Right, right. As they say. But you know, I mean, I like I like the Jalen Hurts story. Again, yeah. Listen, to everybody. I've already told you. I'm basically moral morally. Uh, complicit in this, okay? Yes. So I've said it, and we're going to continue to talk about it. I'm <laughs> yes. morally complicit in this, because this is an ugly, ugly, barbaric business. Yes. You know, which I, uh, I, I'm right there with you, Bill. I played, even at HBCU, I mean, you look at my my finger, I got like yep. 20, you know. It doesn't, it does, it's not straightening up, Bill. That finger is not uh, No, it's 1969. <laughs> I think it's going to be like this. It's going to be the way it is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That is that looks like a beyond a dislocation. I don't know what that is. Well, it sounds like the tendon. Oh, okay. The tendon never came back. Like I mm. anyway. Uh, mm. but um didn't affect my writing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, but but I, I like the Jalen Hurts story. Again, it's kind of yeah. like Lamar Jackson in a different way. You know, Lamar guys continue to doubt him. And remember, Jalen Hurts was this big star at Alabama's freshman year. Couldn't get enough of Jared. Then Saban recruits another guy, you know, Tua. Tua, and then benches Hurts at halftime of the national championship game. Yep. Benches this guy, right. Tua, yep. and because because he couldn't he he was not he couldn't throw the ball. He wasn't a good passer. He was just strictly a runner yep. at that time as a freshman in college. And to me, that's what makes the story great. Is because it's very rare. Like we all, we, we we see guys. Uh, come in and they are what they are forever right they come in as a freshman he's known as a big time passer and that's what you are throughout your career or you're known as a big time runner and that's pretty much what you are throughout your career you might get a little better but hurts I mean this kid 
got incrementally better. Like he got a little better when he went to Oklahoma, right? He was a little better past he went to Oklahoma, but still a runner. He gets to the he gets to the Eagles. He's still kind of just a runner, uh, more of a runner, but you know, they complain about his passes. And then all of a sudden, you know, you could see it gradually. Like last year, I saw some, I saw him making strides. I was like, oh, this kid isn't bad. And he, and now he's like a full blown double threat. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing wrong with his passes passing that I can see now. You know, and he still he still has the running game. So he's like, you don't usually see a guy just get better and better steadily and actually be better in the pros than he was in college. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good story. I, I just like his resilience. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that he wasn't broken. That Not at all. He left Alabama, went to Oklahoma, you know, had a, had a great career at Oklahoma and, and was resilient enough, you know, comes to the NFL and, like you said, continues to be better. But... I guess has so much confidence in himself right. that he would not allow himself to be broken or discouraged. Right. You know? So I like so that, that that's a good yeah, it's a good story. Just hoping for Philadelphia's, you know, point. They're kind of like the Mets. They're, they're oh. the fans who are just waiting for something terrible to happen. Which is funny because I also I think I picked the worst teams, but I grew up an Eagles fan too for some reason. I don't know, you know, I don't know what it was. But yeah, you're right. All my all the teams I grew up with were pretty terrible. Yeah. Well, the Eagles at least won a title. Uh, well, like but like no. when I was like four. Well, they, like, well, they weren't close to it. <laughs> well, 1960, way before you were born, 1960 right. they won the championship. Okay. And then that was it. It's Kurt. Right. You know. Well, I can I I remember I started watching them when like when uh when I was a little little kid. It was like uh Jaworski, Montgomery, uh what's the Carmichael was the uh, wide receiver. Carmichael. Yeah. So they, and then, but, you know, I got, I feel like I stuck with them because they always had black quarterbacks after that. They had, they had Randall Cunningham, then they had McNabb. And then when, once, you know, I got older and I was like, forget this fandom stuff. I left them alone. Plus when Chip Kelly came in, I was like, I'm not, I don't, what do I care anymore? But now, now that they have hurts, I'm like, maybe I should, maybe I should be a fan again. Yeah. They had Vic too. They That's had, right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Vic. Yeah. Michael Vic yep. too. You know, after all the stuff he went through. Right. You know, Kind of like it's kind of it's not quite like Deshaun Watson, you know. Uh, but he, you know, similar, he, similar, yeah. He did, he did a couple, you know, he did almost two years in prison for dog, yeah, wor- actually, worse, yeah. I guess you have to say it's worse than, yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, he, he was treated worse, yeah, for sure, treated, yeah. He did time, right, you know, uh, and uh, you know, so yeah, that was good. Uh, then of course, uh, you know, you look at the phenomenon of Dallas. You know, I'm mm-hmm. waiting. You know, this guy. You know, of course, we got Cooper Rush is coming in for Dak. So I'm just right. waiting. I'm just waiting for the we want Rush calls to come. You know, Dak is supposed to be coming back, and uh, you know, Jerry Jones said, "Well, you know, uh, he's not coming back tomorrow." You know, the next. I think they're playing. Um, who are they playing next? They got a big game next. Uh, oh, Eagles! Eagles! Yeah, you know, they play. Oh, and he said, "Well, he ain't coming back against the Eagles." No, no, they won't be back there. You know, they have a monster defense. They have the kid, uh, uh, Parsons, who everybody's uh, comparing to a young LT. Um, so, that, and that, you know, that's that's those are big shoes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so Dallas's defense has been dominant and Cooper Rush has been, uh, you know, game manager. So we'll see. I mean, and there's already people saying, oh, well, you know, they should probably just let, even when Dak is healthy, uh, they should stick with Cooper Rush because look, look what he's doing. Um, as if he's really not just the ultimate game manager right now. But yeah, I mean, as soon let Dak come back and throw one interception. And, oh, and you know, you can, you've written this story before. You've seen this story right. before. Right. That if he has a bad series, <laughs> you know, put put Rush back in there. You know, right. <laughs> get him right. out of there. You know, right. But right. you know, now the only situation I see comparable is in San Francisco, mm. where, where I never got why everybody was so down on Garoppolo. And as right. much as I am for, um, who's the brother? Uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. You know, I'm all for the black quarterback. But mm. clearly, he's not ready. I mean, they would not be winning like they're winning now. With Trey, right. maybe eventually. Right. I, I guess eventually, maybe. You know, right. but not now. You well, know? You, make, you make that investment, right? They, uh, they traded to get up in the draft, to get Trey Lance. 
so it's almost like nowadays you they only give you you only have about a year to make good on those type of investments. So it's, um, they were forced to just you know stick them in the fire. And and like you said, they wouldn't be winning right now, but their bet was hopefully you know by week eight or nine he'd 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 be better. You know, so I guess they looked at it like that. But as far as the team as a whole right now, yeah, I'm sure that they're in a better situation now because they have Garoppolo. Yeah, short term. So that's you know. Uh, that's one black quarterback issue that I'm kind of, ah, okay, all right, you know. Garoppolo. How about how about Geno Smith? He's looking oh, great. God. Right now, man, if the season ends the day, he'd be the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> if, they, if they could win a couple games and help him out a little bit. I mean, even even the way he's doing it, I mean, he's throwing like pinpoint bombs, yeah. you know, like in between three defenders, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. I mean, you got to give it up to Geno, man. You know, he, yeah, another guy, yeah, you got, he has to be resilient to to take the beating that he took and then and come back like this and, and show and prove. Oh, man, you know, I mean, from the Jets, you look at his art from the Jets, the, the depths of the Jets, you know, when the guy, his teammate broke his jaw, <laughs> you know, from, from oh. that. And then he's been a backup in a couple of different places. He, remember, he's the one when they broke uh, Eli Manning's uh, streak of starting. It was, it was, it was uh, Gino. <laughs> They started right, right, right. <laughs> I think he got hurt like that. I think he got hurt that game or something, something crazy. Yeah, but that's funny. You're talking about uh, I forgot about that. That that the teammate broke um, Gino's jaw. Did he, did he get suspended? I think they cut him. I think they cut him. They cut him. Then he ended up in Buffalo with uh, with Rex Ryan, you know, right? Right, yeah. that's right. That's right. Uh, big, big, gruesome guy, man. Yeah. Like uh, broke broke uh, his jaw, and uh, that was kind of it for him with the Jets, and really it for him as a starter. And it's, it's easy how we can just dismiss people because when they say nobody expected this, that includes me. I mean, you just figure, well, he's just a backup, he's right? Just, you know, like remember he stepped in for Russell Wilson. He stepped in for Russell Wilson when Wilson was hurt, and actually yeah. had a couple really good games. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he's always he's always had talent. That's why it's perplexing, uh, and and maybe even the more egregious thing as far as black quarterbacks, uh, we know that they they don't always get the chance that they deserve, or they don't get treated the same when they're starting quarterbacks. But there are hardly any uh, backup black quarterbacks. You know, well, like look, look at- they don't they don't get that easy check. And and when you think about it, these are the guys that actually could come in and do something for you. Well, look at Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Yeah, now he, he he steps up as a uh, as an example of right. a guy. Uh, then then the brother in Cleveland, you know, Brissett, Brissett, uh, yep. Cole Brissett, and uh, there's one I was missing. Um, uh, there's Brissett, there's uh, Teddy, and I thought there's one more. There's Gino, obviously. Um, what, what oh, Tyrod Taylor. You know, oh, yeah, Tyrod yeah, Taylor yeah, yeah, was yeah. going to start, and the doctor punctured his lung. Yeah, you know? and he got. And I think he got hurt. He started for the Giants uh, a couple of weeks ago. and got hurt right away, also. So he's yeah. had some terrible luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he was great in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, when he actually was starting. But uh, no, but you're right. As a general rule, you're right. That brothers don't get that easy money. Just the <laughs> they don't. They don't get there. They don't get to hold the clipboard and just uh, and make that you know a couple million. Well, and then what else? Oh, we got Russell Wilson. I know Jamal. You did not do your. We'll let you off the hook this week. You did thank not you, do you. your black quarterback rankings, which has become a major feature of of uh, the podcast during the NFL season. But we'll let you slide next week. Next week, yeah, next week. Hopefully, there'll be some black quarterbacks around. Left, right, seriously. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, Russell, man, kind of having a tough time in Denver. Oh, tough yeah. time, tough time. I, I I could barely watch that that last game he played. Uh, it was, I forget what, what night it was, but it was when a Thursday night uh, football when they played this awful game. Yeah, I think so. They play? It was, uh, the Colts. Denver against the Colts. Oh my God. Oh, it was terrible. And he was terrible. Uh, and he, you know, he's starting, you know, and I think for some reason, you know, people have been waiting to get on. If I feel like the media people, the commentary, like they've been waiting to get on Russell Wilson, like, right. cause he's getting a lot. I mean, they, they're coming down on him. Maybe it's because he has that squeaky clean personality. Right. I don't, I don't know what it is, but people are jumping on. You see uh, Richard Sherman 
uh, he he's actually a commentator for Amazon. Amazon, right? Yeah, he can't. Every time Russell Wilson messes up, he cannot wait <laughs> to get up there and just kill Russell Wilson. <laughs> and they remember they were teammates in Seattle. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be something to that. Like, like I guess his teammates didn't like him. I don't know. I don't know. I guess well, well I think you're. I mean, for whatever reason, they can't wait <laughs> to get you know to get on. We we need to have Jason Reed, my colleague. Yeah, well, yeah, but I've been I, I I've been meaning to uh to reach out to his people and get him on. Yeah, know? we need to have Jay we need to have, uh, Jay Reed on the show uh, to talk about his black quarterback's book, but also about Russell Wilson, who's one of the guys who did not talk to him. So I'm sure really he he, he would give us some juicy tidbits. Though in all fairness, neither did Lamar. Oh wow! Although Mahomes Mahomes was great. Jay, you know he'll. Tell us about you. Mahomes gave him everything he needed. That's great. Yeah, so that, That's that great. is great, you know. So, you know. Um, yeah. So uh before we wrap things up, you know, the NFL, like I said, you know, gotta talk about the NFL, no matter how morally bankrupt it is, gotta talk about it. Uh oh, wait, well, before we leave the NFL quickly, just to, I just want to mention <clears throat> the, you know, we haven't talked about the Brett Favre situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's, uh, you know, he's in some hot water in Mississippi for uh, being a part of a, a group of rich white guys who diverted funds from from the poor, you know, from poor uh, or he diverted welfare funds uh, from state welfare funds from Mississippi into, you know, these these rich pockets and and uh, uh different universities he he diverted some funds over to to his daughter's university to the volleyball team to help, you know build some court or something so he's he's in he's in trouble um we, we know Favre has had character issues before but yeah. this is this is a big one I mean yeah this is a legal issue right and uh I just first saw it I, I remember when it happened back in the day but it kind of got swept under and then with all the stuff happened with Udoka people start wondering why are we killing this guy for this? And Brett Favre, like, was part of this big million-dollar, multi-million-dollar scam right. know, down in Mississippi, cynically right. taking money from programs designed for poor, poor people and diverting it into, among other things, like building a gym for his daughter. Right. So, uh, and I'm, I, I think they must have taken him off for serious, X and Rick, because he, he, they had the Brett Favre hour. So he is off. Good. Yeah. No, I'm asking. I'm not sure because I remember. I think, I think he is. When it was first going on, they were still promoting his show. I was like, "What yeah. in the world?" And she has a commercial. Yeah. You know, so you know, man, just double standards just abound. It's almost as as a black person, you almost become anesthetized to it uh, because you uh, just almost feel there's nothing you can do. It's just so deeply entrenched and ingrained, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, says that far. Speaking of deeply trenched in the grain, you know, the NBA season, yawn, is about to um, begin. And it and it begins with a big smack with your boy Draymond <laughs> Green smacking the hell out of his teammate, Jordan Poole. Uh, well, more than a smack. Well, you know, he cold, cold, cold cock. Cold cock him. I even saw Wilbon, uh, I called Michael Wilbon, call for a, uh, the Warriors to trade him. <laughs> well, you know, you know, some people don't like uh, Draymond, so. but no, to me, like you said, they. This is from the from the beginning. We heard, remember, we heard the story that you know came out. I think you know Woj had put out a a tweet saying uh, that you know there's been an incident in, in the practice uh, and Draymond involving Draymond Green and. Uh, they were going to handle it internally. And then, you know, it was leaking out. It wasn't any big deal. Then all of a sudden TMZ gets the video as usual, right? TMZ gets the video and it, and it looks much, much worse. I mean, you know, he walks over to him, gets, you know, pool pushes him, doesn't put his hands up and, and Draymond Green looked like, you know, just bullied him and, and cold cocked him. And it reminded, it did remind me, and we were talking about, we had just talked about uh, the Geno Smith getting his jaw broken, <laughs> but it reminded me like, you know, in a much, you know, a much different case, but uh, the Ray Rice video, obviously Ray Rice was much worse, but when you see a video right. 
it, things just, I mean, you see what actually happened. It can be a lot worse. It, everything changes when you see that video. The picture. Um, yeah, the, yeah the exactly. Better than a thousand words. Exactly. And I saw that and I was like, oh, they got to do something. And you, because, you know, the NBA, it's, you can't you can't condone that, and people will say, "Oh well, you know, it's this locker room behavior. This happens all the time." It doesn't. First of all, you can't promote that. This is not what you want kids to 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 think is all good. Beyond that, you know, the this happens all the time. Argument is is bullshit in itself. I mean, crime happens all the time. We still punish it. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? Like whether like it's 2022. You know, there are so many things people are getting suspended for and fired for and disciplined for now that they didn't that didn't happen in the 80s. It's the same thing here. You got to take this thing seriously. And then we find out today, you know, you had Golden State Kerr, you know, mulling over this. He's, he's acting like he's very concerned and hurt all the time about it. But then when all of a sudden it comes out, oh, we're not going to suspend him. But they find that. So what? Him. Get out of here. I need, I need, just like the NFL needed to step in with Tua, I think the NBA needs to step in here and do the right thing. You got to give him a real punishment. You can't let him get away. You can't let that happen because what kind of message is that? What, what are you, what are you saying? That that's all good? That like, like when the next time it happens, well, they didn't, you know, they didn't do anything in Draymond. I can't punch somebody in the face. Yeah. What? So maybe Poole should sue him. Maybe he should file like a civil suit. Yeah. Which I mean, that's what we, way, you know, but that that talk about affecting team dynamic. That that's even worse than the punch. By the way, um, going back to the NFL for a minute, there were two incidences they caught where Devontae Adams pushed right. the camera out the way. Right, uh, right. And the cameraman, they've now uh, given him like a Devontae, a, a uh, like a citation. Uh, yeah, like some kind of citation, right? Like a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor or charge or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and that's another that's another case of the video because w- at, after the game, I saw a tweet. Oh, he he bumped into push uh, cameraman. Okay, blah blah blah. And then when you see the video, you're like, damn, he pushed the <laughs> shit out of him. Like it was, it was like, pretty. It was give him pretty a violent. give him a give him a game for that. You know, know. what I'm saying? Like like was, come on. Was, I mean, he pushed the hell out of this guy. Like, <laughs> damn man. You know, then he has some kind of half baked tweet like. I'm sorry, you know, but I'm like, man, if 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 that was you doing your job, you know, and, and if, if your sons or somebody, you know, saw that, saw somebody right. push you like that, or, right. or my daughter saw me, I'm crossing somebody, like that, <laughs> yeah, they want you killed. I mean, they want that right. person put in jail for, for life. So right. Devontae, I guess maybe when I see, he has one commercial, uh, with a Taco Bell or something. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Where y'all was like, a little attitude there. You know, we got this, <laughs> you know. So they, yeah. they, I wonder if they pull that. Uh, but then uh, a week earlier, a fan ran on the field in LA and uh, uh, what's the name tackled him? Um, yeah, one of the players. Uh, I forget who it was. That guy is now suing the player. <laughs> Which we, when you think about it, I mean, legally, he, that fan might have a case because it's not that player's job to do that. Right. right so he's kind of going, he's like, yeah, like, I get it. The the guy's in the wrong for running on the field. We'll see how that case goes. But I could see his case. I, because he got because, a concussion. He got a concussion. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, like, like he, like, that's like a rogue, it's like a rogue police officer. You yeah, know what Bobby, I mean? Like, that's Bobby what he was Wagner. acting like. Yeah. He, <laughs> Bobby he Wagner. Took, he took it under, see, why'd you take it, you know, you take it, uh, it's your responsibility to right. take this cat out, you know, <laughs> you're like I'm gonna send a, a message, a warning. Right, you're not you're not security. That's not your job. Right? You know, that's not your job at all. <laughs> you know, so I bet that guy, that kid might win that case. <laughs> that's funny. That's like the zoo. Nobody told you to go fuck buying the damn cages, though. You know, man, the world of sports, man, you cannot make this stuff up. So let me, let me ask before we get out of here. Um, so what do you think the the Draymond NBA thing? Because I'm because I'm kind of like very. I, th- no, I, th- I felt there should have been suspension to begin with. I was thinking like, you know, something along the line of five games or something like that, which is really still nothing when you think about it. I mean, for the NBA season, but yeah. like, you know, something just, you, you gotta, you gotta give him, in my opinion, you have to give him something here. Um, you, do you disagree? Well, as I, was, as I was saying before, it seems to me that it's almost a team issue. I mean, I can see if it happened during the game uh, and it was a, it became a league issue. And it is a league issue, but it seems like it's more of a team issue. But the team whiffed. You know, the right. team just said, we're going to find him. So I don't know, man. I, I 
But I, I started getting tired of Draymond, man, <laughs> a while back, even like last year, right. with all his antics, you know, right. the refs and, and how such a double standard. Right. And how they get they let this guy get away where he could, you know, go off and he's got it all calculated. Like if I go off early in the game, you know, right. they're not they're not gonna give me another thing, kick me up. But right. to me, it's just but for whatever reason, I guess Golden State feels that maybe for that reason he's valuable to them. Because Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think valuable. I think that's exactly it. I think, yeah, he is valuable. I mean, he's he's a valuable bully. Like yeah. that's like that is that helps them. Like yeah. they don't win that championship last year without him being a bully also i'm not it's not his only part of his game but that's part of his game like he's a leader he's a good passer he's a good defender and he's a bully like and that all that stuff helps right 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 so i guess everybody's waiting to who's gonna knock him out yeah that that will be the thing of the 2022 23 season who knocks draymond green out yeah (laughs) Will it be some, you know, it ain't, it ain't gonna be a pool. And I guess they may figure, you know, like to your point, you know, the intimidation factor when teams say, damn, man, he knocked out his own teammate, you know, yeah. and they didn't yeah. do anything. So this guy is totally off, the, totally unhinged, you know? right? But as I'm saying, the league, to, I mean, Silver has to step up here and, 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 and get, you know, give some sort of uh suspension. I've heard people say, well, they don't want to suspend him because of the, the ring ceremony opening night. Who cares about the ring? The ring ceremony, like he's gonna get his ring. Like nobody, come on, give me a break. They got. I think they have to do something. But they're not gonna um, do that, Jamal. You don't think whatever, so? Whatever, no. I mean, whatever. They just find him. They didn't. That's the that's the team. I'm talking about the NBA. Oh, the NBA. I don't know. I I don't know. I think it would take more guts than they've got. Really. Them to step in, but it does seem a little weird for the NBA. In other words, you did something on your team. And the team said, fuck it, you know, fine with us, you know. And then I'm going to say, no, 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 no. That uh, what happened behind closed doors in your practice is not necessarily my – now, like unless you shoot somebody, you know. Right, so, so we're creating these lines, right? So, so okay, what is the difference, though? To me, okay, first of all, the tape came out. Like, it is what it is. It, it's, right. it's no longer – uh, behind closed doors like yeah that'd be one thing if they were if if we never saw the video and they could have they could have explained it away as something that it wasn't what that it wasn't that's okay fine we never knew about it but we do know about it now the tape came out right. and what's the difference in a game let's say it happened in a game and he and he goes up to somebody punches him in the face he's getting about 20 games for that okay if, if he did it in a game what's well, the difference yeah well maybe that is a difference i mean i don't know splitting hair maybe that is a difference that this was preseason not a preseason, but also practice, as as Iverson said, just practice. Right, but know. it's broadcast. You know, that's the to me. The NBA has to take it as everybody saw this. We have to do something. Just like if it was in a game, everybody saw yeah. this. It's terrible for the brand. Yeah. Well, the more interesting thing is who leaked it, because clearly it had to be somebody within the organization, right? I get, or like somebody within the organization, maybe you could, let's say, let's say I'm a video coordinator. I'm in the, I'm in the building. I have some access to it. What if I sent it to you? Right. What if I was like, Oh, Bill, yeah, see shit, this shit that just yeah. happened. And then who knows where it goes from there, you know? So, I mean, there's some people saying TMZ paid somebody within the organization for it. Who knows, you know? Yeah. But clearly it's, I, I was listening to some discussion. Somebody said that it was leaked with it by the organization because they're getting tired of this guy. Yeah. I don't buy that because then they wouldn't have tried to, to cover it up in the first place. Remember, they tried to cover it up in the first place. They kept saying it was nothing, nothing happened, right. nothing to see here. And then all, and they didn't do anything until the, and, they, and then the video comes out and I, then we think they're going to suspend it and they still don't do anything. Right. The video came out and they're still like, oh, they play, it's like they played this game with us. Oh, they're, they're all upset about it. Curse, damn near crying. Oh, this can't <laughs> happen. Oh, but by the way, no, yeah, we're just going to let it go. Yeah. I'm just curious about Jordan Poole's reaction. I mean, how could you ever be this guy's teammate again? Unless he's, you know, now oh. they'll probably pay him a lot of money. Whatever yeah. they're going to pay him, they'll probably sweeten it a little more. Yeah. And, you, and you know, we, that part I get because you, you've been on teams. We've all been on teams. The internal thing I get, you know, is basketball. We're going to, you could play with people you hate. It doesn't, you know, it, it's, it's, you're still like 
the the sum of the parts is still going to make you look better in the long run. You want to play together. You want, you know, to get the fame. You're going to you're going to work it out. Yeah. Um, so I get how he would get over it. I mean, he, I was watching the preseason game a couple of nights ago. He was playing great. So I think he's over it. Yeah. Uh, in the long game, you figure you figure he's 24 or whatever. Yeah. Draymond's going to be out the league pretty soon. And then and and reports are that's what that's what it was over. I mean, you know, uh, Poole is known as like a very cocky young player, talks a lot. Uh, you know, Draymond talks a lot. So they, they were probably talking shit to each other. And he told Draymond, hey, well, you know, I'm about to get this money. And right. you, you only getting, you out here getting triple singles. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to pay you. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have done it. <laughs> that could have done it. You know, it gets right to the truth. Yeah. You know? I ain't gonna have to yeah. worry about one of I ain't gonna have to worry about you much longer. Right. You know? And Draymond in his in his response, he said, he said, Well, you know, there's no audio on the tape, so you don't get the full story. You know, he's trying to throw it out there that there's no audio, like something could have been said. Like Who he knows? said something like Poole disrespected him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he may have. That would have been funny to hear. That would have been what he said. <laughs> That pissed off Draymond Green. Yeah, leak the crazy. audio. How about that? Leak the audio. Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody yeah, has it. What was saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, as Dr. King, what would Dr. King say? What would Malcolm say if you saw these these brothers making all these gazillions of dollars and mm. like beating the shit out of each other? <laughs> you know, you know, we tried so hard just to get black guys in the league. You know, oh, tried to get them in the league to get beyond quotas. You know. And now all of a sudden, when we're, you know, I guess that's white people. See, you know, you know, yep. uh, yeah. I wonder what Malcolm would say. You know, if they were like here with all these brothers making all this money, and like doing all this crazy shit. Look at all the shit we just talked about on this on this show. You know, Devonte Adams pushing the guy. Uh, you know. Well, you know, I mean, to me, that's part of the reason Malcolm's not here. Uh, they do. <laughs> They, they tried to get rid of all our uh, our leaders. That could have made a difference. Right, to lead to this, Sodom and Gomorrah. So, all right, man. Well, listen, um, looking forward to seeing you Sunday. Uh, yeah. Uh, at Giant Stadium. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go to the Yankees game tomorrow. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to bring up, you know. But um, it'll be good to see you Sunday at the Giants game. I'll be on the... Uh, Lamar Jackson watch to see if how his how his ongoing bet on himself works and uh, see the phenomena that is at form one New York Giants and once again you guys yes I will go there without conscience I'll leave my conscience to watch this brutality you know uh, you know I, what can I what can I say yeah yeah I've got to rationalize why and why well it's like because it's it's a cultural thing, you know, it's, it's part of American, you know, United States culture. It's, it's, it's a unique part of United States culture. Big time. Report on, you know, but uh, anyway, Jamal, you, you'll tell us, tell all the people where they can continue to watch our, uh, listen to our podcast. Yes. Our, yes. Number, eight rank, our number eight ranked sports podcast. By were, we, were we that low? We were eight? I thought we were top No, five. no, no, I think we were like four. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, but uh, of course, to the people, thanks for listening. As usual, uh, you can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcast, all the major podcast hubs. Uh, keep following us on social media at Bros Pod on Instagram, at Bros Pod on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Bill Roden on Sports. Uh, YouTube, check us out, Bros Pod on YouTube. I've been putting some stuff up there. Uh, so definitely subscribe. We can always use more subscribers. Um, and I think that covers it. All right, everybody. Uh, the new, uh, the third booster shot is out there. I need to uh, get mine. I need to get mine. Yeah, get it. Yeah, I'm going to get mine hopefully the next two days. Mm -hmm. um, flu shot too. Yeah, get that flu shot. What are those shots they're giving you? <laughs> you can never be uh, too safe. I'm going to, I got to get a COVID test too. I was down in Fort Scott. I think I don't know. Did we talk? Did we do the podcast while I was down in? Uh, no. Yeah. What? What? Uh. That was the Gordon. The Gordon Parks. Gordon Parks Award. Yeah. I was in Fort Scott, Kansas, receiving the Gordon Parks uh, Choice of Weapons Award with uh, 
uh, my fellow recipient was Azure Collins, mm-hmm. a great photographer. And uh, it's been down three days. It was really, really a great event. In Kansas, right? Yeah, yep. yep. Gordon Park's hometown, Fort Scott, Kansas. Um, but as a result of doing all that stuff, I want to get a uh, COVID test mm-hmm. to make sure I'm, I'm not paying a price. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right, everybody. Well, but continue to be safe. Treat each other well. Keep praying. And God bless. See you next week. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube